going on, guys? How are you? Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing good, man. It is a pleasure to have you on because my man in the upper corner is a is a, is a big time Net fan for two years, and just for to two see years, so your, for yeah. So but what you're telling me, he doesn't go back to Kenny Anderson, Derek Coleman, Chris Morris, Armand Gilliam, Benoit Benjamin, no. and Derazin Petrovic? No, no. Not even Jason Sam Kidd, Fish Carter, Terry Kittles, and Jason Williams? We no. don't have enough time to divulge <laughs> the reason why I've been going back and forth with my teams. I never had a team. I was an NBA fan. I never had a team. I mean, that's fair. A lot of kids, a lot of kids I grew up with, even like they loved the NBA, but they didn't root for a team. I rooted mm. for a team. Randy knows this. I rooted for a team. The the fifty four win New York Knicks. That was the team I was in love with. You gave wow, up one year. One year. Yeah, yeah. I gave up because you know what happened after that year, right? I mean, we haven't won, we haven't won a playoff series since. The decision making from management. Was oh, it not wasn't good. Company. But you can't my... you can't just leave your team though. I know. I see, and that's the but thing. But you did. I did, and Randy. God bless Randy. Randy, you guys, the Knicks. Have been going through some trials and some tribulations, to say the least. Me personally, I'm not the one to keep going on this very frustrating roller coaster. I'm gonna get so, off. So you're a bandwagon fan. You're a bandwagon no, fan. I just said I'm gonna get off the roller coaster. <laughs> that is said team that I joined. Oh, it's definitely really been a roller coaster. It's it's a fair statement, you know. And of course, now that I'm with the Nets, I'm on another roller coaster. So go, yeah, you, go yeah, figure. You, yeah, you guys. I mean, obviously, you're a better team than the Knicks. There's no doubt about that. That's not exactly rocket science. But you guys are dealing with a lot with, you know, Kevin Durant being hurt now. But he's going to be back. He might even be back for that Knicks-Nets game February 16th. You know, James Harden's played a lot better lately. The Kyrie Irving situation, it doesn't seem like he's getting vaccinated at all. And me personally, I don't care if you don't get vaxxed or not. I'm vaxxed. I have all seven shots. But – um, as far as Kyrie, that's his right, I guess. But I don't, I don't think and I'm not going to make this into a COVID thing. I don't mm. think New York City's changing the rules anytime soon. Absolutely, maybe, not. maybe down yeah. the road, but nowhere time soon. So, I mean, it's going to be weird come playoff time. You, yeah, Brandy. Before I, I bounce it off to you, so now that you know the 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 trials and tribulations of my two year journey with the Nets, your trials and tribulations expand. Decades with oh, the Knicks, yeah, pretty much. Decades. Yeah. So the question I have, and many, maybe most people that are watching, uh, uh, you know, all over the world, how did you? How, how do you have so much patience with this team? Because when you love something so much, um, you know, it's tough. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's been easy. Whether it's when I was in fourth grade in 1993 and Charles Smith was missing layups or fifth grade losing to game, losing to the Rockets in game seven or being in sixth grade and Ewing missing a finger roll or you know, losing to the finals and losing to the Spurs in the finals in 99 or in 1997, eighth grade, we get 20 guys suspended and blow a 3-1 series lead to the Heat or the next 20 years where we've won exactly one playoff series. So mm. I've been through a lot with this team, but you just you can't give up. Um, obviously, I'm always realistic. I'm not going to come out here and say, oh, we're winning the championship. Randy. I, I do think the team is headed in the right direction, but yep. it's been tough. I'm not going to sit here and say it's been easy. It, it's easy not to give up, but it's it's hard. It's been a rough – I mean, I, I'll say 30 years, but at least the first 10 years of my fandom from, nine, you know, 92 to like 01. 
you know, we were in the playoffs every year. Every year you could say you had a chance. For the right. last 20 years, there hasn't been a lot of years you can say you even had a chance to win a playoff series, let alone at least my childhood, we had chances to win the championship. You know, we were in the finals twice, had some deep runs, you know, got to the conference finals in the year 2000. But I got news for you guys. The year 2000 was 22 years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The year yeah. 2000 was 22 years ago. Hmm. That's my a long time, brother. That's a long my time. My 11th grade year in high school, I was getting ready to go to the prom. I had a full head of hair. Mm. I, I obviously said a long time I, ago. <laughs> I had no gray in my beard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have a beard then. It's um, <laughs> more a face full of acne, but you know. Listen, I'm I'm surprised you ain't mentioned seeing Pat Ewing in a, in a fucking Sonic jersey ain't upset you that much. But that was that was still disgusting. That still. was horrible. That you was guys, horrible. see, see, and that's the thing with you, you Knicks fans. Shout out to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, obviously they suffered a, a tr- tr- tremendous loss. And those those memes of those people in the stands reminds me of, you know, this this just blind faith that some Knicks fans have. Mm-hmm. This blind faith that they're going to get big trades, your LeBron's, yeah. your Kyrie's, they're going to go to the championship, they're going to get Kevin Durant, they're going to get uh, James Harden. It's it's just always this, this, this long-distance javelin throw. <laughs> To see if it's going to hit the target. But listen, bro, you you, you ain't gonna sit there and tell me that if if Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving went to the Knicks, you'll be a Knicks fan today. Exactly. Quite Fucking possibly. Exactly. Quite possibly. Quite quite, quite possibly. I mean, Jay Todd will be a Knicks too. No, see, I, I mentioned quite possibly because obviously management's still in tow. Mm. So shout out to Leon Rose doing an excellent job. Boom, boom. So, so, and let me start here. So, right now, the Knicks were embarking on the halfway point of the yep. season. All starts coming up in Cleveland. Uh, still don't know why it's in Cleveland. Um, but right now, the Knicks, a playoff team last year, they were number four, fourth seed in the East. Crazy. Right now, they're teetering 10, 11. They're going back and forth. They're starting, they're starting to play better now. Um, are you that fan that says, you know what? We've had injuries. We had COVID situations, so we're just trying to get back on track. Are you more on the side of a little disappointed for what you saw last year compared to this year? So both, both. I mean, I think when you go back to the start of the season, you start off five and one. You have that incredible opening night win versus the Celtics, double overtime game. You go, you go to Chicago, beat them in the final seconds. Obviously, you blew a ten point lead. You win by one. Um, you start out five and one. So, yeah, it's very disappointing where we are now. But the fact that we are where we are, you know, we're sitting around that 10-11 spot. We have the same record as we did last year. I'm not that mad. But, yeah, of course of course, it's disappointing. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. How much is that coaching? I-, I don't think it's coaching. I don't think it's coaching. I just think, you know, we've had some injuries. Julius Randle hasn't been as great. You know, Evan Fournier, he's up and down. We're finally starting to see R.J. Barrett come alive. I don't think that's coaching, though. Well, mm-hmm. in reference to their losing, in reference to me seeing that Obi uh, can use a lot more minutes that he's getting basic, 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 based on the games that they get down 15-10 early, 
those are the, the, the yeah, I would probably I like to see Obi play more, but I don't think Obi's gonna make that much of a difference in wins and losses. I don't. I Ooh. like him. I would like to see more of him, but I don't know if Obi's gonna make that much of a difference when it comes to wins and losses. But I like him. Ooh. I like Obi. But I, I think Obi Obi should get more playing time because he should. I agree. When our games that Randall is not doing well, I agree. Like, why do you keep him? Why do you keep him in the game long? And I would like to see, that- especially with you know no Nerlens Noel. I mean Noel, that's a big factor too. Nerlens Noel was such a factor last season. This year he's barely played due to mm. a multitude of, of reasons. So I would like to see more of Julius Randall and Obi Toppin on the court together at the same time. I mentioned I, I mentioned coaching because there have been I've, I've watched multitude of Knicks games and I, I double back with Randy and he confirms what, whether I'm seeing something incorrect or correct. Yeah. And there are some games where I've seen where it's down 15 first, second quarter. Um, he's not playing Tibbs, coach Tibbs. Shout out to you, coach Tibbs. Not playing any, not playing Quentin Grimes. Yeah. I would like to playing, see more Quentin Grimes too. I think we will. At this point, Evan Fournier at the mid year mark, I don't know if he's a better fit when I see Grimes on the court versus Evan, yeah, it's a different bounce. It's a different. Bounce. I, I love Grimes, and obviously, you know, people talk about like Allen Houston. He does have the stroke, a little bit of a stroke, like Allen. Sure yeah. does. Allen Houston's jump shot is like Aaliyah. It's one in a million. Pure, but, <laughs> but Quentin Grimes' stroke—it's got a little H two O in it. Got mm. a H two O in it. I'll it's say water. that. But I definitely want to see more Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride. Uh, mm. We will. It's, I think especially Quentin Grimes. Um, but it's going to be interesting because, you know, you're going to have Cam Reddish in the mix soon too. So, and that's hey. what I'm saying because Evan Fournier should be like this. Looking over he his shoulder, Quentin Grimes and, and Cam Reddish. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, in terms of, like, obviously February, February 10th, the trade deadline, uh, there could be some still work to do. Who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe you know, the Knicks are maybe pull something else off, you know. Right. But Evan, mm. you know, having to lose those minutes and then get paid that much and then still be on the roster past February 10th doesn't make sense. It's crazy. When Evan gets hot, he's good. But I feel with Evan Fournier, there's no middle ground. There's no just a nice 16-point game. and it, like, mm. It's either three points or 35. Like, <laughs> he has to play Boston. Like, <laughs> he has to just play give Boston. me like a, a, a regular 17-point night. We hit a couple threes and contribute. We don't need 35 every night, but we damn sure don't need three points every night either. Right. We need and, something in the middle. Right. At and the same time, too. At the same time, too, I wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't be mad at Evan if he played defense. Yeah, he doesn't really. If you don't play defense and you're giving me three points, I got, yeah, I, I can't see you anymore. <laughs> I can't yeah. see you. And, and, and to Denny's point, when you mentioned about Tibbs and coaching, I think it's a mix of coaching. Some players either slowly regressed or just stay the same. Also, the fact that, that a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference got better. So Chicago, Cleveland, Charlotte, Washington, the same last year. So if people are, are even saying the Eastern Conference is as good or even better than the Western Conference. So yeah. the, Knicks, the Knicks are not on the radar, under the radar no more. So they, they know what they're going to do. So when we see uh, Miles Bridges gets 38 or whatever on the Knicks, so people have the career highs against the Knicks. So 20 these things are happening. This quarter. Come on, was, listen, we've seen uh, Bridges, Rubio before he got hurt, get damn near 40 on us. It's like, I don't understand why people come to the garden and they just want to. Yo, that Ricky get the Rubio career high. was. Oh, how about, who was who was 
Uh, who's the kid from uh, Orlando? The third, the uh, the uh, third what? game Cole? of the season. Cole? Oh, not Cole. I mean, Cole Anthony had a big game. What's his name? He had a bunch Wagner? Of the, the forward? Wagner? No. What's Orlando. his name? Orlando. He had a bunch of threes. He's a guard? Or yeah, he's guard, a... small forward. He had a bunch of threes uh, in the third game of the year when we lost. It's not oh, Cole. Oh, my God. Else. But no, even then, Cole. But even then, here's the concept. It, 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 yes, you mentioned the you mentioned uh, Bridges. Uh, right. He was he was hot from tip from yeah. opening tip. It wasn't like he got second quarter. He caught a rhythm and then third quarter was just downhill. Yeah, no, he, he, he got like 22 in the first quarter. First quarter him. off the, and he, again, back to my coaching, back to what I'm just talking about coaching. Hey, he's hot. Can you get a double? Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, yeah. Terrence, Terrence Ross, Ross comes in the garden, Terrence drops Ross. like 50 that day. <laughs> and that's, that's been – so it's funny. You go back to the third game of the season. The Knicks are 2-0. and Opening night, the huge win versus Boston. They go down to Orlando, win that game. Open, the third game of the year, it felt like we were about to win 60 games. The energy at the garden that night was crazy. And then Orlando comes in and beats us. And you say to yourself, all right, this is probably a fluke. And the next game, you wash Philadelphia at the garden. You go mm-hmm. into Chicago – beat Chicago, then you beat New Orleans, and now you're coming back home to play the Raptors, and you're like, yo, we're about to win 60 games. And then really yeah. since that New Orleans game, the Knicks really were below a below-average team. Only now they've won about 9 of 12 games getting mm-hmm. back. But there was a point two, three weeks ago where, like, they were a few losses away of being like, yo, the playing game isn't even going to be a chance. But now – Back around 500, game over 500. You're a five, six game winning streak away from getting in that top five or six, four seats again. So, so, so like right now, above you, obviously Chicago, Miami, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Philly, Charlotte, Washington, Toronto, and even Boston. It's a lot of teams. It's a lot of teams. And like five of those got way better. That's why I said nobody's pulling away from anything. So, if you could be one of those teams now, Easily, Boston could be one of those teams. Charlotte could be one of those teams. Toronto could be. Washington could be. But one of these teams, you, you catch fire, you win, you know, 13 of 18. All of a sudden, you go from 9-10 to 3. Give us, I'm yeah. not saying that's going to happen, but mm. I'm certainly hope it does. <laughs> give, as the time, time, time is ticking, thank you so much for joining us. No, give, us at least, give us at least three things that need to happen in order for your Knicks to easy answer, three things easy so for your Knicks to at least win a playoff game. Oh, win a playoff game. Easy, easy answer. Julius Randle step up to the level we played at last year. RJ Barrett keep up this play and be consistent. Derrick Rose come back healthy and be Derrick Rose. Yeah, you you got to rely on Derrick Rose to come back. <laughs> Listen, Derek is a very important player. For this he's team. very important, bro. Very important. And he's, still, and he's still really good. He is. He, he is. is. He's yeah. very crafty, also. But it, yeah, he is. I just, it just, it's, it's ner- I'm, I get nervous when you, when you know the, the hey, the team you has asked, to rely on an injured listen, player. You asked me a question, I delivered an answer. Hey, that's <laughs> what we like to hear. And I, and also number four. We gotta get we we need Kemba. Like yesterday would have been a perfect game for Kemba. No offense. We have 60 points in the fourth quarter or whatever. Kemba would be able to get us some offense. And I, I, I don't I don't think you should mention Kemba to this man because I don't know what it is. He's 
They're both New York and uh, BX natives. And somehow, Daniel Blanco has this thing against Kimba Walker. And I, I don't oh, know what it is. Kimba Walker. Against Kimba. I guess, yes. Yes. Randy. Tell Randy him. Tell him. Randy likes. Did singing. Kemba ever play hoops in the sun back in the day? Yes, he did. He did. Nice. Randy. Randy has a thing to make me laugh when he says this. I told. I told Randy. I said, um, unfortunately, Kemba's knees. I am not convinced that he's. Yeah, you might be right, and I love Kemba. Season. You might be right. Yeah. It, it, unfortunately, the data suggests I can't rely on Kemba. It was probably the blacktop at Orchard Beach. Uh, don't blame us. Don't blame <laughs> us. <laughs> I was way before that. I had him in high school. Yeah. I had him in high school. Yeah. That's awesome. As soon as he was coming into the Knicks, I said, yo, Randy, I, I love him. I loved him in Charlotte. I love the years that he, he you know, became a, a great player. But it it seems to me his knees are going to be concerned. And as we're being – as we're seeing, his knees are a concern. Yeah. The best – you know, he has to be available. He has to be. Sorry. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, question I got, I, 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 would, I think we would both agree. We both love the young core the Knicks have. OB, the Quickleys, the Grimes, yep. all that good stuff. But you know, every year, Knicks fans on Twitter and social media, sometimes I'm, a, I'm guilty of that, where we're like, hey, if we can get this guy from over here, we yeah. got to give up a young asset or two. Real quick to trade um, <laughs> And yeah. obviously, trade, trade deadline is coming up. We just coming got Cam Reddish. Do you feel that the Knicks team right now? By the way, I'm at the game yesterday. Did you see Cam yesterday? How he looked? Like comfortable. Look comfortable. I, I, I swear, yeah. I, he looked like a No Limit soldier from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I told you. You know what it was? It was the chain, and from like I wasn't far from it. Looked like it said NL. I mean, it didn't. But in my mm-hmm. head, I, I'm seriously watching like a No Limit video from '99. I he had the hairstyle of those guys. I'm like, yo, I feel like he's, he looks like a No Limit soldier. Although he's probably so young, he probably yeah. didn't even know what No Limit was. He absolutely <laughs> does not know what No Limit soldiers were. They had so, a run for like a year or two. <laughs> so the first part of this multi-part question, one, do you think the Knicks stay the same, yes or no? I think there's one more move. Whether it's going to be major or not, I don't know. But I see one more move. But I think getting Cam was huge. So now, move for sure. if they were to make a move, what kind of move do you think they, sh- they should do? Like, what position do you I mean, feel I'll like they should? I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I would have said center, but Mitchell Robinson's playing how I thought he would two years ago. Mitchell so, Robinson's yeah. playing better again. I'm a big Mitchell fan, except the free throws. Um, we, could use, we could use more ball handling because quickly not a true point guard. Mm. Kemba's knees are shot. And you can't expect you when Derek comes back, you can't be playing 40 minutes a game. So in a real, even if he's not great, a real point guard. Cause like I love me some Alec Burks, but it's not fair to big money A B to be handling the ball like that. Big money A B is a bucket getter. So right. like, it's not fair that Alec Burks gotta play so much point guard. That tells mm-hmm. you a lot about the first pass first kind of point guard team you have that tells you a lot right and yeah. and if, if there was a move to be made that might include somebody in their young core who was like you're like listen man you you could take anybody you want except this guy or that guy there's, there's Barrett, mean, Obie, quickly. Barrett you don't want to you don't want to give up rj barrett unless I mean, there's always unless like, if, yeah, if, always if unless. you know if Bob Myers calls and said, "Yo, we got Steph Curry for R.J. Barrett," you're gonna oh, make okay. the deal, you know. So it's like it's so easy. There's only like five players in the NBA untradeable. Like 
LeBron yeah. James probably, probably Durant. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, even James Harden's tradable. Kyrie Giannis. I mean, Giannis is probably untradable. If Kyrie wasn't kooky, he'd probably be untradable. Because um, I feel like the guys who were – Which you got to figure he's going to get traded over the summer. You can't be having a part-time player at all yeah. year. I feel like guys who are in the mix, who were in this bubble of, like, mixed potential, like Dana Lillard, he's out with an injury. I, I keep hearing they, they want, like, a miles turn up. I think he just, he's out for two weeks. With, with, yeah. Foot. Let me Injury. throw. Let me throw some names. Let me throw some names for you guys. Okay, free agents, unrestricted free agents, point guards. We need point guards, right? Uh, Patrick Beverly, yeah. Jalen Brunson. That's I the like guy Jaylen. I keep hearing. I keep hearing him I a like lot. And I like remember, remember, Leon Rose's first client of his career was Jalen's father, Rick Brunson. Rick Brunson. Enough, enough said. Michael Carter Williams. Mm. He's still, He's still in the league. league. The same question we just had. He's still- Michael Yo, Carter Who's name a more random rookie of the year than Michael Carter? Maybe, maybe what's his name from Sacramento ten years ago? What's his name? Um, Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Uh huh. I uh-huh. thought he was gonna have a great career. Me too. And same thing Michael with Michael. Carter but Williams. we we digress. Goran Dragic. No. Uh, Tyus Jones. Alfred Payton. No, we, we just had him. Just yeah, Gary Payton. No, I think Gary Payton just resigned. They, uh, mm. Golden State said they're going to resign him. So that's not even a question. Obviously, Ray John just signed. I mean, yeah. I, people, I mean, I don't really look at quickly as a point guard, though. And I like quickly. I think he's yeah, more he's like, like I, I think he's like a poor man's Lou com- Williams. Yeah, he's a combo. Oh, the, um, the one guy you keep mentioning, Denny, um, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, so, you know what's funny about De'Aaron Fox is that, like, I'm not going to lie and sit here. Like, I know he's nice, but mm-hmm. nobody Sacramento. I haven't watched the Sacramento Kings since Mike Bibby and Chris Webber, unless they play the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I am not watching. So I, yeah. I don't – and I'm big on the eye test. So I, oh, no. Like, get get the fuck out of here, plus, minus. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't watch the Kings. No, De'Aaron no, Fox is nice. No, no, no. Forget the numbers. De'Aaron Fox, eye test, he, he'd be great on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Right. He'd be great on the Knicks. But other than that, yeah, there's all those are all the really all the point guards you got to choose from, and then you know that that are available. Everybody else is shooting guards and and power forward. So Mm. it's like you just gonna have to make it work. So Ed, need Derek back. Who is a team? Derek back. Who is a team in the East and West that that you're surprised that they're doing very well, and then you're surprised that they kind of regressed. Um, doing very well. You, you got to go with the Cavs, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we saw that early in the year when they came and beat us on that Sunday night. Um, the Lakers, I'm not surprised at all. That roster is, is so weird. I'm mm-hmm. surprised Golden State was that good before Clay got back. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't was extra good. I wasn't. Like, I know I'm not surprised they're good. Yeah, like, just that good. At one point was like what twenty something, that good. three or something. When That's you crazy. have when you have a core, no, coaching I know, staff, I know. and a developing a, a coaching staff that develops players. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what Wiseman and 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 Kamunga, Kaminga, Kaminga, my African brother. I am so excited. To see where yeah, they go. I'm super, yeah. I'm super disappointed. I know they've had injuries too, like the Blazers. They're not mm-hmm. even going to be in a playing game. Um, maybe it's finally time Dame's going to bounce. Um, I, you know, um, you know the Lakers. I mean, 
Frank Vogel is probably about to get fired. I, I, have we ever seen a superstar get more coaches fired than LeBron James? It's really ridiculous. And I'm not one that, like, hates on LeBron. But, like, mm-hmm. bro, you're that good. You're one of the best of all time. Maybe the best of all time. And I've never seen a human get so many coaches fired. It's mind-boggling. I, I, think, for, I think for me, sh- surprise of how they took a step back is Atlanta. Um, yes. Atlanta were just in the fucking conference finals. Now they're like number twelve. Well, I think that I think that has a lot to do with Clint Capella being in and out of the lineup. But still, you still got players. You still got Trey Young and uh, Bakbanovich and um, yeah, you know Collins, John Collins, John Collins, and um, what what's the white kid's name? Um, uh, Kevin Horder. Kevin Horder. Like you still Kevin got players. It makes no sense. Yeah, and from a doing really good. I think you mentioned Cleveland. Um, I would have to go with both Minnesota and Memphis. I think I know Memphis was Memphis good. Memphis awesome. Job but now they're like third in the fucking Western Conference. I'm like, yeah. You know why? You know why Memphis is so good? Because no one that no one on that team could be bullied. Yeah, they're tough. No one on the and then Dylan's out. Their best perimeter defender is out. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that they going into the playoffs, they get Dylan yeah. back. They're not going to be bullied. Exactly. It's going to be interesting. And again, the Knicks were one pick away from oh John Morant. One pick away from John Morant. One pick away from Steph Curry. Yeah. One, well, not one pick away. They easily could have had Donovan Mitchell on their team. So, yeah, it's tough, bro. Oh, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe pick uh, Frank and Aquino. That's right. <laughs> and you want me to join that? You want me to really sit back? I'm sitting back in parties with this guy. We're looking at draft boards, and he's literally speaking to me like he's like, "Yeah, Dennis is going to be our year." I'm like, mm. every single time this comes up, it's like yeah. Stephen A. with Dallas with the Dallas freaking Cowboys. Just you, just wait. You just wait. Whatever happened will happen. Yep, that's right. Um, I got a few more before I let you go, and so yeah. If the Knicks don't make the playoffs, is this a, a, a really like a a real disappointing season for you? Yes, absolutely. No playoffs? Yeah, that'd be terrible. Not at all. No playing game, no nothing. That'd be terrible. That would be terrible. Mm. I wouldn't want Coach Tibbs fired, but that'd be terrible. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me wind that. Because I want to ask the right question when I hear that. If the Knicks do not make the playoffs this year, Coach Tibbs should be looking over his shoulder? No, because here's why. No, you have to so. build something, man. Like, we have fired a coach every two years for 21 years now. Now, right. if the Knicks don't make the playoffs two or three years in a row, then, yeah, he should be gone. But, no, you can't just fire a coach and a knee-jerk reaction, mm-hmm. you know, especially off a year that's weird with the COVID stuff and this and that. Um, yeah, we fired a coach literally every two years for 21 years. You can't <laughs> keep doing it. You just can't. Sometimes, sometimes in life, you just got to stick it out. Well, and that's that's when, again, sometimes in life you have to stick it out. I've seen past histories. The Knicks organization have cut the cord real quick. So. And how's that worked out? How's that worked out? All the coaches we've cut the cord on quick. So even if you don't make the play, no. you don't fire Tibbs. Aren't you still paying somebody? Are we still paying like yes. Derek Fisher? Yes, I think. Uh, nah, past five. Derek <laughs> Fisher, <laughs> Jeff Hornacek, David Fisdale. Derek is crazy. Mike Woodson, but you can't fire Tibbs. Kurt Rambis. Like, come on, man. This is crazy. <laughs> Guaranteed money. Um, I think it's not out the window to say, like, I think R.J. Barrett is going to be 
the the main go-to guy on the Knicks. I, I know Randall's an all-star and he's the double-double guy. And, and me and Denny go back and forth because whenever there is a Ben Simmons out there or this other guy, people are going to say, well, the one guy you got to give up is Julius Randall. And I'm like, for me as a fan, I'm not the one to be quick to say, you know what, hell no, no way. I'm like, you know yeah. what, let me, let me think about it. Let me see how it could work. So Denny is on the side of, you know, keep Ben Simmons away from me. And for you, Ant, you're like, keep it, and also Denny, keep a guy like Zion away from me. So two guys who are all-stars, who are not even playing right now, could be potential Nick targets, however that, right. that can happen. You're like, I don't want neither one of them. So I guess Randall's going to be the main guy in New York until he leaves or something, right? Yeah, yeah we'll see. Okay, so you, so, so, so you don't want Zion? No. Hell no. Do you want Ben Simmons? <laughs> Probably not, but I ain't touching Zion. Hey, see? Hey. I'm not hey. touching Zion. Why? Why? I'm saying, okay, go ahead. Go ahead First off, I don't trust his body. Thank he, you. He's gotten super overweight. Thank and, you. You know, I don't know if it's true if he's really eating to get out of New Orleans. That'd be really mm-hmm. unprofessional. But right. <laughs> Zion's played in like, what, 40 games in three years? I'm not tr- – I don't give me the Joel Embiid comparison. I don't trust mm-hmm. Zion. I'm rooting for him. Seems like a good kid. I'm not. The Knicks have taken too many chances over the years. I am, I am not taking a chance on Zion Williamson. And if he comes here and he becomes the greatest power forward of all time, I'll be rooting for him. That said, I, I'm not taking a chance on him. I'm not. God bless. There you I'm go. See? You but agree? You, I you agree know, completely. He, Randy, Randy's, off the, Randy's just all over the place. I told him. Ben, me, yeah. I said, New York is – if Philly don't want Ben, New York is definitely don't want Ben. And we already – we don't even know if this guy, Zion, is in yeah. shape. I said, he's, it's a question mark. Leave him alone. Right, but it's, it's not like I'm trading for Zion tomorrow. By the time yeah, the contract is up in two years, if he's back playing, in shape, all-star status, then you're like, oh, shit, maybe. And, and if he says, if he says I want, I, I still want out, then you got a shot. That's if he's the same Zion to today, I'd be like, you know what? That's a bet you want to take? Bro, I, take I, 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 I was really going to be here and, and, and sit here and say Zion is going to be the same player today, two years down the road, not playing, overweight, and just not, not giving a fuck? That's a bet. Who would have nah, bet? Who would have thought Ben Simmons would have would have not, would be where he is right after that last playoff? I know I yeah, did, but I think Ben will play before Zion. I think Ben's gonna find a home before him. I yeah. Know. So, <laughs> and, so would you would you want Ben Simmons? Not really, but I'd be I I would listen because he he is great at what he's great at. I would you'd have to listen. Listen, but the things listen. he's not great at, you would get frustrated. But I'm not see, saying see, I, Blanco, I would definitely see. listen. See, Denny, that's what I'm saying. Just listen to. You have to. Oh, you know Anthony. Okay, I'm Philly. Hey, Anthony, check this out. I got Ben Simmons. We want RJ Barrett and Randall. Making that trade? No. Thank you. You listened. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't throw both in it. Fucking yeah. You, you can't throw Let's both. Let's be clear. In it. Let's I be clear. You, you think you think Daryl Morey's not asking for the whole sink? Not just the piece of the, the like the, the like the faucet. No, no. He wants the whole sink, bro. Daryl Morey's going to ask for the whole sink. And if he's not going to get it, Ben Simmons is going to stay in Philly, as you can see. So, and, uh, do, do you still feel the Knicks are that kind of player away from being like, all right, we're top three, top two, number one in the East? Are, are we still that player, like a DeRozan, like a Zach Levine player away from – Of course. I mean, we're, we're, we're right around 500, so we need a lot more to go still. 
or a guy like R.J. Barrett to really get a lot better, you know? Exactly. Yeah, one or the other. One or the other. Yeah. Before I let you go, uh, you told me off the air that you're working on a book. So I know you, again, you're a longtime Nick fan, 25, 30-plus years, uh, doing great stuff in the, in the community. And I think you go to every Nick game for, for yep. quite some time. So Just about. talk talk about this book. Uh, well, it's nothing. It's nothing. About. There hasn't been an official announcement yet, but uh, I'll just we're making it. We're thing. making it official. We're making no, well, it official. I, I I have a literary agent, <laughs> and there'll be things coming soon. Nice. That's all. Nice. I can say. That's all. That's all he can say, bro. That's all he you, can say. Eddie, y'all could use your imagination. I got a, I got a <laughs> wild one. I got a wild one. I can see it already. I can see it yeah, already. Yeah. I, I hear the I hear the the Knicks theme music in the background. You <laughs> open the book and audio plays. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a, a 3D image comes up of Anthony. You know, it, it, mm. wild uh, opportunity here. Yes. Last last question, Donahue. Yeah. What, what's the what's the best greatest game you ever been to at the Garden? I've been to probably. I mean, it wasn't a great game because we won. It was a great game because we. we my first playoff game I was ever at. We won 97 to 73. It wasn't my first Nick game, but it was my first playoff game. And it was versus the Miami Heat. I never experienced energy like that. It was May of 1999, May 12th. The whole garden chant and Riley sucks. The energy when the Knicks came out for warm-ups, blasting super thug. I mean, I've never experienced <laughs> energy like that in my life. You know, so as as a diehard Knicks fan, who do you hate more, Chicago, Indiana, Miami, Boston? Miami the most for me. Wow, yeah, I took it real personal. Pat Riley going there, Miami, Miami the most. Uh, Yeah, I I never liked Miami. Once Charlie, once I saw Charlie Ward flipping the air, yeah, (laughs) Charlie didn't need need that, baby. I probably hated Reggie Miller the most as far as players, but I hated the Heat the most. So so why 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 wouldn't you hate Jordan the most? I did, but I, I you asked me a question, I gave you an answer. I hated the Heat the most. I hated okay, so Jordan. I you know I, I I hated Reggie Miller. I hated, but as far as the team, I hated. I hated the Heat the most. Yeah, hey, you know you know what's funny. I, and before let's um, we wrap up, it's funny because I was you know rabbit hole YouTube and I got to Pat Ewing's retirement ceremony, the jersey stuff. Yeah. So, they had all the all the Hall of Famers, Barkley, Chris Mullen, and they, they introduced everybody. They started cheering and clapping. So Denny, I kid you not, they got to Jordan. And they, they, they booed Jordan, right? I'm thinking he's gonna get booed the most. They go to Alonzo. He Moore, got booed right? the most. I was there. Alonzo Morning was like, Boo. he got yeah. booed the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you you can't you can't just the Miami, you have to remember Alonzo, PJ, all these PJ PJ. I forget PJ Brown. Brown. PJ Brown, not talking. PJ Brown. I mean, these guys were were bullies to, to a team that really didn't need to get bullied, you know, at yeah. the time. And I was, then, I was at you in night. Yeah, and then lastly, and then people remember Lonzo. You were dragging our coach Van Gundy on the floor, baby. Uh-uh, we can't have that. We can't have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's in, why in, 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 in a playoff game. In a playoff in a, game. That's in crazy. In a playoff game, drag tickets, size 18 shoe was dragging mm-hmm. Van Gundy. And they said, nope, not on our watch. Yeah. Uh, and Donahue, follow him and on Don. IG and Twitter at AnthonyMSG. Look out for the book for more announcements. Uh, Donahue, my man, thank you and I appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. All right, man. Take it easy. Go, Knicks. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. You, you hear that, Denny Blanco? You hear that? He didn't say, uh-huh. he say Brooklyn. Uh-huh. He didn't say Brooklyn. Just a stab in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll see y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. All right.